God's good. Title of the message. Father, we do thank you first. I want to thank you for everybody that's here. Uh, thank you for Eddie, uh, Eddie getting, uh, catching what took place and not getting any heart damage. Uh, he's going to get better. I missed him here this morning. Uh, we thank you for those, uh, those that are, are battling right now. We thank you that you've, you've already got them taken care of. We thank you in the ups and the downs of life. You, you're there, and like the song we sang, you've already, you've already took care of everything we battle. It's already accomplished. We thank you, Father, this morning. Open our hearts. Open our hearts. Uh, let us be corrected. Let us be directed. Let us follow the leading of the Holy Spirit in what you're telling us this morning. Thank you for it. Give me minutes, moments, hour, whatever you want this morning. We give it to you, and we thank you for everything that's going on this morning in Jesus' name. Title of the message is Purpose Found. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans. You all know this scripture. This needs to be one of those. John, where are you at? Did you put that in our list this year? Yes, sir. All right, okay. <laughs> Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. That word future there, when you look it up in the Hebrew, that is actually extended plans. It's not just like a raised future. God has, what are we talking about? Purpose. I don't care who you are here, even from Pinkneyville. God's even got plans for Pinkneyville people. Now, I don't know how or why, but he, but he does. You know I'm kidding. Well, you don't know I'm kidding, but I am kidding. I don't know you. He said, I'm not going back to that church, man. Ain't no way. Listen, I don't care who you are. He didn't create you. Just be here. Because the Bible tells us in the New Testament, and he wasn't talking to the world. They're already this way. He said, be careful because you will become a lover of self. And that's what happens when all you think about is you. And you want to self-destruct? You start thinking just about you. The purpose he has designed for you, you're, you're a problem solver. You're put here to solve a problem. Everything that, everything that God creates is here to solve a problem. He created you to solve a problem in somebody else's life. We were talking yesterday morning in prayer, one of the things that come up, is many times we, in, our, in our witnessing and talking to people, it comes up, you're a sinner, and people think, no, I'm, I, I haven't killed anybody, I, I'm I haven't, I'm, I'm good, I'm, I'm kind to people. That has nothing to do with it. You were born with a sin nature because of Adam and Eve. See, Christ, and I wasn't going to go here, but I think I need to for somebody. Christ came through the Holy Spirit. He didn't come from the seed of man. You all come from the seed of man which Adam and Eve caused us to have that sin nature. And whether you're a perfect little saint, a perfect, a perfect little, perfect little, good, 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 all your life and never do anything wrong, you're going to hell. Unless you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that he died for that sin nature. Your past sin, your present sin, and your future sin is covered by the blood of Jesus. And then when you, get that, when you get that concept, then you recognize, wait a minute, if he did that for me, 
then why wouldn't I want to find out my purpose? Especially if you read the scripture and know that everything in here is exact. I have a plan for you, Ron. And I knew it at 12 years old when I got saved. A little Methodist church in Percy. I knew when I got born again, I was going to be a pastor. I never pursued it. I never was really taught how to get there. But then at 32, he said, oh, by the way, remember what you had in your heart? Let's work on that. Been here 34 years. Holly, where are you at? Thank you. Amen. Don't mess up Holly's church. <laughs> you don't know, right down here is an area where Candace and my fault, no, Candace and I, you say, well, preacher, where are you going today? For those who don't know, somebody spilled coffee there. I don't know who did that. So I ran and got cleaner, not paying attention that that cleaner was bleach. And I sprayed it and it cleaned. Boy, it really cleaned up good. Till the next day. So we've got a bleach spot down here. Holly was not very happy. This is her church. We tried to color it. Well, we did color it. It did look better. Maybe we can color it again. But anyway, what's my point? Holly found a purpose working at a, a, at a place in Stillville and enjoyed her work. But then while she wasn't working, we needed help here. And I just said, Holly, you can help us here. And then when it was time to go back, she said, I don't want to go back. I said, well, you can stay here. I'd love to keep you. So we, 20 plus years she's been here in charge. So don't mess up the church. Uh, can I throw another one? I'm just sharing this morning. Whoever is spitting their gum out in the parking lot, that's God's concrete. It turns to a black spot that you can't get up. Swallow it. All right, I'm going on. See, our purpose, God knew, how you're going to get used occasionally here today. Sorry, you were number one, you, you, you're getting it. You, you mean that, that's her purpose? Part of her purpose and everything's seasonal, I understand that, but she said she's going to be the oldest grandma that ever cleaned a church in her life. But, but if, if we stay open to God, we find, folks, we find that he's already, he's already got the purpose designed for you. He already, know, he already knows my tomorrow. He already knows everything I'm going to be doing. He already, he's already there. What, what does purpose do? He gives meaning to your life. It simplifies your life instead of running around trying to do all these things, make everybody happen, get in, get in all these clubs and all these memberships and all these things that you think's helping everybody else. If that's not God's purpose, you are just running yourself crazy. You've got to find God's purpose. You've got to recognize it, that when you do, you learn to gain focus on what, what he's got you assigned to do. You, you come to that place of finding that, that your purpose really, folks, solves somebody else's problem. It solves, Holly solved the church problem. 
I do not have to even think about it being done. I mean, she's, she's went so far as Candace is helping her now off and on. She, I mean, there's two or three times a year that they're outside washing the siding on the building. They have a schedule of when they clean the windows, and Holly hates windows, but she doesn't anyway. But I don't even have to think about it. It's, it's an assigned, designated, Holly's got it. I don't worry about it. Now, is, am I her boss? Yeah, I'm still her boss, and there's still things we, we talk about, we do, but she's got it. Why? Because I found that she found her purpose. And we've got to, in this place, let people have their purpose more as they find their purpose and let go of it and not micromanage and just let them have it and let them do what God created them to do. Will it be exactly like I want it done? Leadership wants it done? Maybe not, but it'll get done. And it don't matter. But we've got to find, we've got to let them find their purpose. We've got to recognize. But in finding your purpose, number one, you want to write it down, build a relationship with God. That's number one. Because if you don't have a relationship, you will not hear his voice to know his purpose. He says, my sheep hear their voice, but if, if you're not paying attention to the boss, him, if you're not spending time in understanding him, if you're not learning his nature, if you're not learning his character, if you're not learning all that, you'll never hear what he's saying and the purpose that he has got assigned for you to do while you're here, serving him, being with him. You've got to come to a place of knowing he knows. See, he wants, he wants you to be a part of what he's doing. That's why you're here. He's done everything already. Christ, we, we sang a song. It's all done. The battle's over. And we've got to learn to not fight these battles, but relax in the battles knowing that he's got them taken care of. And if you're in your purpose, you tend to know more of how to fight that battle. When you learn when you learn and you're trained and you, you get in the area where God's got you and things have become easier for you, you relax more with the things he's got going and you touch and minister and move in other people's lives because you're in your purpose. And you're, can, I, can I say it this way? You're in your grace and in your anointing. We got two ball players back here. The little lady really knows how to pitch. Did it come easy? No, it took work, but yet it was a purpose. There was a drive, there was a focus, there was an enjoyment, there was a, I can do this. I, you say, well, you mean to tell me somebody that pitches and somebody that plays ball, that there's a purpose in that? I guarantee you. I'm not particularly for the 49ers that's coming up to play, but the quarterback is a sold out, more than even Warner was, in public, Christian. There's a purpose in that. And I could go to the, some other quarterbacks are the same way. But that, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, not, not just here, but in, in the world, you've got a purpose. But let me back up a minute. Where do you learn your purpose? Getting to know God, having a relationship with God, understanding he's got a plan for you, understanding that, that you, you, walk, you walk in more of a satisfaction, recognizing he's got you. Psalms 20 verse 4 says, May he grant you according to your heart's desire 
and fulfills all your purpose. Well, how do I know my heart's desire? He gives you those desires. He gives you direction towards your purpose. I always knew that I would be up here. Has it been easy? <laughs> Absolutely not. Tough. Getting kicked around, getting stabbed, getting beat up, getting misunderstood, making mistakes in public's eye, da 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 But this is my purpose. This is what he called me to do before the foundation of the earth. And how did I find this? I had parents that kept me at church all the time. To the extreme, maybe, but there still was a purpose in them to get a purpose in me without them knowing that I needed to get a purpose. But I got my purpose. We got, you've got to understand, we've got to come to a place of knowing he's got us. Second thing. Now, I don't want nobody to throw anything at me, but it's the truth. In that purpose, we see... In that purpose that's going to come in your life, you will find that when you have a relationship with God, you will understand the importance of the local church. What better place to grow than where we're all trying to grow? Boy, isn't it amazing? You say, well, you mean you're, you're criticizing me because I'm here? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just trying to teach you why you're getting your purpose and show you how important it is to be in your purpose and find your purpose and come here and find your purpose. See, we learn when, when you're involved, when you're involved in the local church, and I know some people, uh, well, they're all hypocrites. No, you're just as much a hypocrite as they are. You just, you're just too prideful to see it yet. Listen to what it says in Ephesians 1.5 in the New Living Translation. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. That is, that is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. He's excited about us being here, and in us being here, we are going to learn how to, to deal with each other. Everybody here rubs everybody here a little bit differently. But what a better place to grow up right here with people that, that sometimes you don't even like. And often you have to just forgive. But what a better place, like Holly said in her, in her thing, this is my support. This is, my, this is the people that help me through hard times. This is the people that pray with me. This is the people that help me. Well, in, in being here... First, you've got a relationship with God. Well, then if you've got a relationship with God, then you understand his word says that it's, you, should, you should always be, be here as much as you can be here. And then he's, he's also saying, and let your purpose start moving here. We've got praise and worship people that come almost every week on Thursday to prepare for being here early. They come here early on Sundays. They come early on Wednesdays. They have a purpose to serve you. In that purpose, you probably couldn't run them off because they enjoy their purpose because they found their purpose. Many times we're spread so thin here, especially since COVID. 
We've got elders working in, in class on Wednesday nights. We've, we've got people that should be up here on stage having to work at, at kids' church. We, we've got all kinds of people spreading thin because, now don't get mad at me, because you aren't giving one day a month to let God, who you have a relationship with, help you find your purpose. I, I, Holly, once again, she went from infants up and she finally found her place in the middle of that. I'm not called to that. I love kids. Young people have been my, my biggest heart. You old fuddy-duds, I'd rather have a, a house full of young people that's growing up and going to serve Lord and find out early what their purpose is. We have to, we, in doing, and say, well, Pastor, you're, you're bugging me about this. No, I'm just, I'm just trying to help you. I'm trying to get you to a place where you're going to find real satisfaction. I'm get, trying to get you a place where you can find getting out of you and getting into other people, helping other people, working and giving your time and watching what God does it and growing in that purpose. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes it's just crazy how crazy it really gets. See, our, our, our purpose, our purpose, you learn to deal with the people. Then when I learn to deal with the people here, then when I go out there that you're going to get a hard time. You're going you're gonna to have things happen to you a hard time, but yet in the midst of that, you have learned here, working with God and in your purpose, you've learned how to deal with everything out there. And you, 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 you can handle it better, and you walk through it better because he's taught you. Instead of learning how to... Can I just... Righteous anger? The F word that is being used. Like it's Okay. I cannot imagine Jesus expressing and using that adjective to express how he feels about the creation. If you train out there, that's how you'll be. You say, well, you're judging them. No, no, I'm not judging them. Many, 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 many out there are saved and, and they're trying to serve God and they're loving God. But I'm telling you what, that does not make that right. Doesn't. We are to be trained here. We are to find a purpose here. We are to get involved here. We are, you, you say, well, Pastor, I don't want to. Everybody is to a degree because people pray and we stand together and I'm not judging, criticizing anybody. I'm just bringing you to a place of recognizing you're going to grow faster. I'll never forget. Um, my mind just went blank. He passed away on us. Rick Mathis. He came to me and said, Pastor, thank you for pushing me to get involved with the young people. I've grown so much. That dude was sold out till he was gone with Jesus. Corrected me all the time. It's not the Holy Spirit, it's Holy Spirit. I would say the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit loves you. He says, no, 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 it's not the Holy Spirit. It's Holy Spirit. It's like saying the Ronnie is preaching. It's true. It's Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's what's inside of you. The Holy Spirit is what's inside each and every one of you. The Holy Spirit is guiding and directing you. Yes, Nona. The Holy Spirit is the one who's telling us. The Holy Spirit is the one who's urging you to, to work in the nursery. And he, it would have to be the Holy Spirit to get you to work in the nursery. 
kids' church, we have kids' church only twice a month, and we need help. Brad's classroom, there's only four in that classroom that are rotating every week, every week, every week, every week on Wednesday. Why? Because somebody don't care about their purpose. Now, if you really want to find what God wants, because he says the local church is where the purpose is at. He says the local church is at. Well, well but, but I don't like, <laughs> I don't like fighting with people. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to get out of the way and let God take care of it. Romans, Romans 5, 3 through 5, what does it say to us? Let me, let me show you real quick. Romans 5, 3 through 5. It says, it says, we also glory in tribulations, Knowing that tribulations produce per perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who was given to us. You say, well, I, I don't, I don't want I don't, I don't to deal with all these people. I have said that a lot. <laughs> but that's what made me grow. That's what made me be able to cope with the people that are just filthy, heathens, that don't know any better. See, we've we got to recognize, but, but the, the church is hard. Of course it's hard. Nobody's like you. But we've got to recognize there's a place for every one of us, and to find that, you, you recognize the local church is so important to get involved, and, and live with purpose. Live with the decision that you're going to do, you're going to do. I, I watched a movie where a lady tried five times to swim, listen to this one, to swim from Canada. Cuba. What did I say? How are you going to swim from Canada? <laughs> Great Lakes, I guess, maybe. To swim from Cuba to Florida. Tries five, the first time she tried it, she was 28 years old. Didn't even get halfway. The second time she tried it, she was 60. 63. She finally got, she finally made it at 64 years old. Took her 52 hours of constant swimming. You think she didn't have a purpose? The number of people that she's helping now to encourage them, you can, you can, you can. It's work to get your dream. It's work to stay in your purpose. It's work to follow what God's doing. It's work to, to go the direction that. But God's got that. God's got, God's going to take care of that. Anyway, she did make it, by the way. She looked a little rough. She had a couple of sharks that tried to take her out. She had jellyfish that took her out. But she still had a focus in her purpose. And once you get a focus in your purpose, and if you get involved here, and, and well, I, don't wanna, I don't think I want to do that. That don't matter. He'll anoint you until he moves you where you need to be because th I'm telling you, everybody here has got something to do here. You say, well, but, but I'm old and I'm far away. Then pray. I mean, everybody's got a purpose. 
Follow me. Stay with me and understand God, God has got this. He's going to take care of us. He will take care of us. It's a guarantee he's going to take care of us. Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. I want to read that and then we're going to close. 22 through 24. It says, Put off concerning God former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. That's the old guy before he gets saved. That's the old guy that's got complete control. That's your old nature that you got without even wanting it. And that you put on a new man which is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, putting away lying and let each of you speak truth to his neighbor, for we are members of one another. We are, we are, we are the body of Christ. We are a group that's supposed to be working and gelling together to help everybody else. So when we leave here and we get in our jobs in the secular world and when we get out amongst other people, we walk in the Spirit of God. We walk in the fruit of the Spirit. We walk in those things. Think, think about the fruit of the Spirit. Peace and joy and all that's in there. Long-suffering and all that's in those. That only comes from tribulation and, and pressure. That only comes when you're pressured. That only comes when things aren't easy. It doesn't come because things are great. When things are great, you get selfish. When you have to battle to get through things, you get better. The only way when I ran track and cross country, the only way I could beat the guy next to me, and I beat Pinkneyville, by the way, <laughs> was you worked. I went to Trico. And the coach would take us to Pyatt. You know where Pyatt's at? And drop us off. And I'll see you back. And we'd run from there all the way to Trico. He said, well, why? Because at that stage of my life, I needed a purpose. I was so insecure in my life and I was living with five women. And my dad was at work 24-7 almost, it seemed like, seven days a week. Scott was too little for me to even. So I needed, and God knew that. So he put me in running track. Now, the older I get, the better my times get. Before I give my mile time. No. The best I ever did was 426, 4, 4, 4 minutes, 26 seconds in a mile, which back then was pretty stinking fast. Now, I didn't average that. I'd run about 430, 440 most of the time. How did I get there? I got up every morning and I run to Boss's Lake in Percy, four miles and back before I went to school. He said, well, Pastor, why are you telling me that? I had a purpose. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. Every morning I just got up, it was just automatically put on my cross-country shoes, put on something that kept me whatever comfortable is, and take off for boss's leg. I can tell you every detail of that road. Still probably couldn't. Why? Because I chose to follow what I felt like God was telling me, not even understanding what God was doing. We, we, gotta, we gotta recognize, listen, all that out there is gonna blow away. What's right here is never going to leave. And we got to take what's right here and help the next person. Eddie this morning. Huh, always here early. We, 
Folks, we start the day off here at 6.30 in the morning. You say, well, why? Because there's things you have to do. Eddie always got the cameras uncovered and got them ready every, he does it every service. That's his part. Back with Matt Penford, Matt Penford used to be here sometimes at 5 o'clock in the morning and he turned everything on the building and it was ready for whoever walked in. He had a purpose. And he's with the Lord right now. Matt is. Follow your heart. Recognize that God wants to grow you up. And what a better place to grow up than right in the, the good school so we can handle what's going on out there. Guys, come on up. Purpose to build a relationship as they come up with God. That's, that's got to be first. You got to know God. You got to know God's heart. You got to know, so, because when you know God, that's who you become. Purpose to get involved. Get involved. Do something to help other people. And purpose allow yourself to become more Christ-like and let God do the work that, that God wants to do. These last three messages that pastor has preached, go on do the word.tv and watch them over and over again because it'll help you and it's going to help our church. Amen. Uh, you might be sitting here today thinking, I can't do anything that he brought up. Well, I'm telling you, God doesn't always call the qualified. Sometimes he, qual he calls the unqualified. Come with a blank canvas. Let God write your story. Amen. As he will. Amen. So let's go out with this song. Let's sing gratitude. Do you have a thankful heart this morning? I know I do.
and lives for you and take that take those same characters of you and put them into the hearts and the souls of other people Father that they would get to know you that you died for us and took care of all of our sins and made us a one way ticket to heaven and we thank you for that Father give you all the praise this morning in Jesus name Amen call you blessed you are dismissed